Are you ready? Yep. Did you fart? No! Please do not fart in here. Oh my God, I'm stuck in the closet with the most raunchiest butt ever. <laughs> I'm the girl who talks a lot. I'm the girl who always has her head in the clouds. I'm the girl that tries to find the humor in every situation. I'm the girl who's too much. Hi, I'm Sam Richardson, and this is my podcast, Living Richardson. Hey, hey, glory holes. I have a special guest today, Miss Evangeline Grace Richardson, my gorgeous, intelligent, spicy, a little 11 and a half year old daughter. I'm not 11 and a half yet. My actual um, half birthday is on New Year's. Everybody, let's have a party for Evangeline's half birthday what, on New what, Year's. What, 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 what? Okay, for the record, because we get this question a lot, how do you pronounce your name? Evangeline, not Evangeline, Evangeline. Stop eating the Fruit Loops. <laughs> this podcast may turn into somewhat of an ASMR because she won't stop freaking eating Fruit Loops. <laughs> what do you want to talk about? I have a couple questions that people your have. Your mom. My- <laughs> I would be your grandmother. Okay, so do you remember when... I started living Richardson. Okay, here's when it was the just backstory. A, when it was okay. just oh shit. Okay, here's the backstory. So I had a friend, and she liked musically. Okay, I I've been the OG girl since musically. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I am the OG living Richardson. Okay. Guys? Oh no, shit. No, you're not living Richardson. <laughs> yes, I am. I'm the OG. Okay, because I was on it way before this gal was on it. And I was in it when Musical.ly was. Then it turned into TikTok. But I went to Likey, which is kind of, I guess, now. But I was at Likey because I didn't know how to do any of these special effects on TikTok. And Likey knew how to do it. So I was there. Then when it turned back into TikTok and it was a big deal, I decided to go back there. Then when COVID all started and we went in the pandemic, my mom's like, Evangeline, I don't know how to do this slow motion thing on TikTok. Can you help me with this? And I'm like, sure, mom. It's not that hard. So I'm like, you have to press this button. And that's how you do it. So then that's how it started. So you can thank me for that. I'm the one who started this whole thing but before yes. tiktok started evangeline what mother i started a blog remember in my instagram and it was living richardson guys it wasn't that good well okay but i'm saying that's remember that's when we all started back yeah, then but like she didn't have as much as she did now well yeah i mean have, i tried and she didn't have the glow hose did not have the glow hose Speaking of which, we are revamping my Glory Hole logo type thing. So it's not going to be just in your face Glory Holes so that everyone can proudly represent us. Stay tuned for that. I'm really, really excited. We're here to talk about me, not your stupid Glory Holes. I'm just kidding. You guys aren't stupid. I just mean her logo. Uh, The logo's not stupid either, okay? Okay, so what has it been like for it to get like this do you remember when when i first was on tiktok in the first day i got like 50 some followers remember you yeah because like, i helped her because i'm amazing that just proves how amazing i am i started this whole i started it all guys i started it okay so then you did this all you edit everything you yeah come up with she her. can still do the editing because i'm not spending my time on that <laughs> it's so much time yeah it doesn't real feel real right 
No, it doesn't. It's just like, oh, okay. My mom's famous. No, I'm not famous. I'm not famous. Guys, can you tell her she is famous? She no, almost has stop. 500K on TikTok now. No, that does not fame at all. Followers guys, not guys, she's like Charlie D'Amelio 2.0, guys. Oh, bullshit! Bullshit! Um, I will not say no to that D'Amelio money, though. What's it like going to school and people know who your mom is oh and know, God. like, your inside life? I guess it's okay, but, like, things happen sometimes. Like, yeah. when mom posts stuff, some people, like, come at me for it. My mother posts her food. People say that it's gross and I shouldn't be eating that. So, I don't know. Remember that, like, ranch chicken stew crockpot thing I just, like, threw together? No, I did not eat that. Actually, you that was one of your favorite meals as a child. Like, we all love it. It's delicious. But I posted that and it, like, went viral. Everyone was loving it. And then she got made fun of because her mom made that for food. But that's just jealousy. You're the one that when we're anywhere, you announce to the world who I am. We were standing in line for this Avatar ride, okay, at Disney World. We're talking to these people behind us. We're becoming friends with them. She goes, I actually do social media. I'm a TikToker. No, I don't just advertise it like that. We were talking to each other about, like, following each other on social media and being friends after this because we stood in line forever. And And she's like, oh, are you on TikTok? Yes, I mean, I'm an influencer on TikTok, guys. Well, yeah. I have when I tell people, yes, Queen Slay, Slay all day. Well, we have we have gotten to the point now when I tell people, yeah, like let's be friends on social media to stay in touch. You're gonna come to my any of my social media accounts now and see that I'm Queen of the Glory Holes and the Crazy Basin Lady. So I have to warn people kind of the background story of what they're about to get into. Is that poop? It, it's your pants. Do you yeah. have poop on your pants? <laughs> it's chocolate. How do you know it's chocolate? Until I smelt it. <sighs> I mean, that's better than licking it. Girl. How do you still have Fruit Loops? One of the questions from a Glory Hole parent is, what is your preferred method of discussion with your parents? And she means, like, would you rather talk face-to-face like we are, write it down in, like, notes back and forth to each other, text it? If you want to talk to your parents about something, what is the most comfortable way for you? And is there one way you prefer to do it with me and versus do it with daddy? I like to talk better in person because when because <laughs> when I write stuff down, it's just I, my wrist hurts. I don't like writing stuff down that much. That's your, that's your reasoning. I'm so sorry. I'm trying to get serious answers. What is your preferred method of communication with your parents? I don't like to write because writing hurts my wrist. It's also hard. So that say, Snoopy. It's also hard. You just have like, so many words you want to yeah, say. It's, it's easier like hard, to just speak it's like it. Easier to speak it, and it's hard to like put all my emotions in like writing, mm-hmm. rather than like saying it out loud and like crying in my mother's arms. <laughs> and for dad, I like talking to mom in person. And then for dad, I like telling mom, and then dad will talk to, and then mom will talk to my father because I feel like it's weirder to like talk to men. It just makes me she, feel weird. So like. If she has something she wants both of us to know, she'll tell me, and then I'll, like, tell him, and then we'll both go and talk to her about it after. You Do you feel comfortable talking to Daddy if Mommy wasn't around and you knew you had an issue? Yeah, but remember that one time when uh, I was having some troubles at school with rehearsal and stuff? Remember that one time mm-hmm. with that kid? And Daddy was the only one there, and you told me to talk to him, and I talked to Daddy. 
you've kind of learned now like harder to talk to guys about stuff because they have like they don't have the same feelings like they don't have like they have the same feelings as us but they're not like as dramatic and like emotional emotional sensitive sensitive. Mm -hmm. so that's i feel like it's easier to talk to like girls about that well you're lucky because daddy is used to dealing with my sensitive (laughs) behind and stuff that he's he's pretty well-rounded and helps you and but things have been getting a lot better once you realize you can just communicate with us right Uh Ooh, this is a good question so you're 11 almost 11 and a half what is it like being in this awkward stage where you're not a little kid anymore, but you're not actually a teenager either? What is it like right now being a tween? Emotional. Dramatic. Disgusting. Disgusting? I think this is a good question for you because you kind of talk to me about this all the time. Right now you're in sixth grade. Yeah. That's that awkward stage of you're not really a kid, but you're coming into kind of your own personality and who you want to be as a person. And you have been feeling the pressure of that, right? Mm-hmm. The labels of everything. Yeah. So, like, at school, people are like, are you guys, like, gay? Are you guys, like, lesbian? Do you guys, like, go by he, her, they, them? Or, like, what? There's a lot of labels that I have to pick from. Yeah. And she's, I don't know. I'm 11 years old. I don't want to choose that right now. I, I just want to focus on school and my life. I don't want to, like, know what I want to be. And that's hard right now. We are very LGBTQ supportive yeah. over here. I think anybody should be allowed to be whoever they want, claim any pronoun, any gender, whatever they want, and like what they want, love who they want. Oh, It's just society has pushed labels on people who are different. So now these kids are feeling the pressure to have to label themselves. And that's not fair. That's just like we're 11 years old and it's okay. You're allowed to like choose what you want to be at this age. I don't feel comfortable choosing all this right now. I'm a ch- I'm still a kid and I just want to focus on getting figuring myself out first before I figure other people out. Good. And guess what? Even if you think you have yourself figured out and one day you're 30 years old and say, hey, I want to try something new. You're allowed to do that, too. Yeah. yeah so that's that's kind of the hardest part right now. And all the girl drama. Of oh, middle my school. God. Oh, my God. So much drama. Girl. I'm like, I don't like it. How do you think it feels being your mother? It's not even my drama and I have to fight it and deal with it. My mom's had very many calls with the school. I have. I've had many meetings. You've had one meeting. No, this year. Holy forks. <laughs> Guys, I don't say cuss words. I say utensils. Oh, my God. What the fork? Holy spoon. <laughs> Next question. So this is actually regarding the girl drama. Yeah. She says, what are her thoughts on girl drama? I totally get these kids are growing and still learning who they are. I just want to tell my kid to stay away from all these toxic girls that's starving themselves and doing the friends-on-off thing in middle school. I'm always here to listen to my kid. Should I stay out of it, get more involved? Whew, that's kind of what you're going through, right? Doing the friends-on, friends-off thing. Okay, so don't ignore it because that's just going to make her more upset and she doesn't want, and I don't think she wants to deal with it on her own because that's not a good idea. But like... So even if her kid has not reached out to her, do you think, or directly you think she should kind of get involved and talk to her? If you notice she's, like, off lately and she's not usually her normal self, I would maybe, like, wait a couple days just to make sure, like, she's still okay. But if she's still acting like this, I would definitely go talk to her because there could be something going on at school. 
or mm-hmm. something else happening because girl drama is crazy. When I first started drama with all my friends, I was afraid to talk to my mom because I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if I should tell my mother this. There was something that I kept my from my mom like a long time because I thought I was going to get in trouble for it. But I told her the other day and it actually really helped. And I feel like if you try to talk to her and if she's not ready to talk about anything yet, you can just leave her. But if she wants to, I you should probably be there to listen to her. The best thing to do is just to listen because it helps when you can talk to someone about it. Good. And this kind of goes to the next question. How can I talk to my daughter who is also 11 years old and has severe anxiety without seeming like I'm a worried mom? I don't want her to think she's upsetting me by talking to me about things that are bothering her. So real quick, you want to share what your mental diagnosis is? It's anxiety, OCD, and ADHD. Same as mama. Oh, yeah, brisky. Do you understand that question? How can she talk to her daughter about her daughter's anxiety mm-hmm. without making her daughter feel like she's being a burden on her mom. Does that make sense? Yeah. Don't get all on top of her because just ask her what's been bothering her, like what's happening. And when she seems to like have panic attack or an anxiety attack or something, just be there for her. Maybe give her like a minute to breathe and get to herself and then talk to her. Don't talk to her just like, oh my God, this, oh my God, that. Because then that's going to seem like you're being worried and you're like scared for her. I'm pretty sure you are. But... Don't make it seem like that because then she's not going to want to talk to you. Because this has happened with my mom before. When my mom gets all nervous about me, but she's dealing with her own stuff, I don't want to talk to her so much because I feel like she already has so much on her own plate. I don't want to give her more drama to deal with. So just don't seem, if you want to be there for her, just don't seem so like in there for her. Just be there to talk with her and let her talk to you and just be like, okay. Don't seem so involved and so worried about being involved and trying to fix everything. If Just let wants it you to be fi- more if of a vent. If she wants you to fix it, she'll let you know. Okay, that's a good advice. Sometimes we just, and that's for everybody, we just need to vent and let it out, and we don't necessarily need you to try to fix things. Because when you keep stuff in, it just bottles you up more, and then when you get angry, you don't, you and people don't know what's happening with you, because if you keep all your emotions inside, then they'll all get bottled up, and then you just throw it out on people and then when you get when you talk to people about it then you'll feel better and then you don't have these fits because somebody else is helping you carry the weight of what's bothering you right Mm -hmm. and that feels a lot better Mm -hmm. let's talk about your like panic attacks as a kid i wasn't diagnosed with anxiety adhd and ocd until actually just a couple years ago as an adult, it's obvious now looking back on my behaviors as a child that I suffered severe anxiety and ADHD as a child. So once I've recognized these same patterns and behaviors in Evangeline, I've taken the necessary steps to getting her into therapy and letting her know that there's nothing wrong with her, that our brains are just wired different. We're just neurodivergent. Yeah, we're we are extremely intelligent people. We are creative people. We just are very, very different thinkers. And the way we understand things is just very, very different than everybody else. And that causes us to have a lot of anxiety and panic when we're forced to mold into something we're not. So once I've realized I've recognized in Evangeline that she was getting panic attacks and stuff, then that's when we reached out to therapy and got her diagnosed. And what has that been like for you, babe? 
It feels better. When I first started talking to my mom about stuff, I feel like she was the only person I could talk to about everything, but I can't, I couldn't talk to her about everything. I could only talk to her about certain stuff. But once my mom knew that, my mom told me that she was there for me and she could listen and she wasn't going to tell anyone anything. And my therapist would tell me too, I can talk more about it and I know they're not going to judge me for what happens mm-hmm. because it's my own thing that's happening in my own body and I can't control it. Mm-hmm. The best thing that Evangeline, it's taken her a couple years, but... She learns the tools in therapy, and I, I i mean, I'm in therapy myself, and I have to learn the tools for myself, and then I try to teach her what kind of works for me and help her figure out the best thing that's going to work for her. And I think right now, both of us have learned to recognize when we're on the verge of a panic attack, mm-hmm. kind of like earlier, you were hangry and you were getting a little anxious and panicky. And, you know, those are the times. I mean, I do them too. I went and locked myself in my room. Yeah, we, we take timeouts. We're at the point now where an episode comes on. We recognize this is my anxiety. I need to go take a breather mm-hmm. and calm down before it gets worse. Mm-hmm. I allow you to do that. You allow me to do that. We take a breather and de-escalates the situation. Yeah. Now, and as you're getting older and understanding that, I definitely see a difference with you. Now that I'm starting to realize when this happens, I can also help my siblings with it. I don't know what happened, but Graham just completely blew up and was just screaming and crying over something. And I didn't know what was happening with him. So I just went in there. I shut the door and I was just like, I can't. No one come in here. I'm going to talk to him. And I just sat down and I I helped him breathe and he calmed down and he was okay because he was having a panic attack and he didn't know how to control it. So I had to step in and help him. And that's very kind. And don't get this wrong. They fight constantly. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah. We fight a lot. They fight so freaking much. But then there's those little moments that there's like, oh, there's hope for the future. Okay. Someone's got a question about boys. Okay. How do teenage girls want teenage boys to talk to them or act? I've got a very awkward teen boy that is considered the nice guy, but has had zero luck with girls. Not that I'm trying to rush anything, but it would be great to give him pointers for the future. Okay, so you are you're you're getting into the boy stage now. Yeah. What do you No, okay, Evangeline is a theater artsy fartsy girl. So, boys that are into that, that's up her alley. Oh, yeah. But also there's other boys too. Just depends like it doesn't necessarily have to be artsy theatery boys. I like athletic things, but also there's other stop. It doesn't stop. really matter. It doesn't really She's 11 years old. I like athletic men. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. But like I don't know. I, I like, like tough, built, fit men. <laughs> body, I like bodybuilders. The way in the Rock Johnson. Ew. You like the Rock? No. Oh. But yeah, yeah, there's. It doesn't really matter what they like. It's just as long as they have a nice, kind heart and they're respectful of women. Daddy's Daddy. making fart noises. Dad, I'm trying to talk about guys here. And they are okay with what you like, and you, they can. They're supportive of your likes. They're supportive of what you like. You have to still be supportive of what they like, too, but that's just the main part. It doesn't matter what they look like. They don't always have to be attractive. I mean, you want a guy that you are attracted to, but you also want one that is kind-hearted. They don't have to be super attractive. So it depends on the type of girls because it just, like, there's a bunch of different girls at a bunch of different schools, but there's always, like, the main kind of girls at the school. There's the mean girls. Listen, movie life is kind of real life, too, in middle school. Girl, it is real life over here, too. Same, literally. So if they're, like, the mean girls, they're the popular girls, they want them to be, like, 
the big boys and be like the jock. Because girls want a cool boyfriend. Because when you're a girl in middle school, there's a lot of people judging you for a lot of different reasons because they're like, well, you don't look like this. You don't have this type of clothes. You don't have these shoes. So this you can't be in our friend group because you're not cool like us. So the thing is, they're like, well, if you like this guy, you can't be our friends because he's nerdy and he's gross. So you can't be with you can't be our friend. So it really is like that in school right now. Uh huh. I was one. friends with this one girl and I liked this boy. But she said, he's disgusting, he's gross, you should not like him, I don't want you to like him. She would choose my clothes for me, she would choose how I dress, she would choose how I'm supposed to do my hair and my makeup. And I didn't ever say anything because, like, I wanted to be cool, I wanted to be her friend, I didn't want to lose my friends. So, the problem is, when you're doing that, you just, you have to stand up for yourself. Because when you don't stand up for yourself, you just let them walk all over you, and that's not okay. I think bottom line just be yourself just be yourself and if you like that guy then that's who you want to be and if they can't accept you for who you are then that they're not the right person for you and you'll find someone that will yes Why? because my mother found my father oh. <laughs> yes yes queen slay <laughs> you have to go through a lot of people to find the right one she talks from experience apparently <laughs> amazing <laughs> all right to end this would you ever act in a play with your mom absolutely i hope we get to you soon now that she's getting older there's not really been any shows where age-wise we would both be in it. Hopefully soon or sometime in the future we could do a show together. Yeah. Was there anything you wanted to add? What's it like with me? Just me as your mom. <sighs> the girl who talks a lot. She does talk a lot. So do you. I know. <laughs> who do you think talks more, me or you? Me, definitely. Yeah. I think we're actually like somewhat equal, but I feel like I talk a little bit more. You know, everybody says because that. Because you're my mom, so you have more listening ears, and I have more. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to listen. I mean, I like to listen, but like I like to talk Did more. you know that my name, Samantha, actually means listener? Yeah. But I'm a talker, not a listener. I'm so I'm such a mini Do you know what your name means? Star. No. I'm a beautiful star. Well, that you're the I'm star. I'm a star in the sky. Well, you're not a star in the sky. You are in the movie The Princess and the Frog. But I am, guys. I'm so cool. Evangeline means like the light and enlightenment. And you are. You are a bright light in this world, baby. You are. We're so cringy. Cheesy. Oh my God, my parents are so cheesy. They're like so gross. Why? Because they're just like, oh my God, I love you, babe. You're so cute. And then they kiss. And it's just like, oh my God, you're so cheesy. Do you think Daddy and I actually have a good relationship like yeah. we portray on the internet? Yes. Is that real? Yes. Guys, I should, like, be my mom for video and, like, dress up in her robe and have, like, her little coffee mug and, like, be okay, her. Okay, you want to intimidate? That'll be our, yes. that'll be our next yes. TikTok video. Yes. Our content video. Look for that coming soon yes. near you. Guys, I'm amazing. Angelina! See, guys, I'm not a woman. Oh. I'm a not a girly girl. I'm, like, uh, in between. I'm like an in-between girl like I some I like love being girly but then like some days I'll just like be like just up in like the cutest little outfit ever and then the next day I'm in sweats and then I burp and fart all the time and it's amazing because I'm so cool well see you just kind of answered my last question I thought of for you how do you feel about me being such an open person about our lives and actually kind of being open about your life in some ways too I love my life I don't care how you say my life is if it's bad or if it's good because i like my life and that's all that matters i didn't mean that I, well it's just like how open we are you like you know we shared when you had your period and stuff oh my god i was here when i had my concussion yeah do you care no 
the world wants to know that, the world can know that. And I don't care if people come at me for it. It is what it is. It's normal human nature. It's normal human nature. It's humanating. It's human Humanating. Humanating? Girl. How much candy and sugar are you going to eat during this thing? Is there anything you would like to add? So come see my mom February 3rd. I'm totally going to be there. because like, you're not. She is not going to. The kids are not going to be there. Yes, I am going to be there. <laughs> the because kids are I, trying to sneak in. I'm going to be there and you guys are going to see me and I'm going to give out like so many autographs. I'm going to like give you guys like my headshot. Because I look so good in my headshot. Your headshot and autographs. Yeah. Nice boost there. But yes, don't forget, come see me live. Children will not be there. Guys, I'm going to like sneak in the trunk and get there. February 3rd, the night stage in Akron, Ohio. Guys, who am I? February 3rd at the night stage, Akron, Ohio. Come see me at Living Richardson Live. Tickets at livingrichardson.org or Ticketmaster. All right, Glory Holes, for more content off my podcast, Find me on social media at Living Richardson or join my Facebook group, Glory Holes, parentheses, Basin Warriors. I hope that there was some kind of rhyme or reason to this episode with Miss Evangeline Grace. And there will be many more. If this one went well, we will see in the editing process. Guys, you can never get rid of me. <laughs> Catch you later, Glory Holes. Thanks for listening. Bye, Glory Holes. I'm amazing.